0: I'm Frances Robertson-Ritchie. Welcome to today's episode of The Explored Life, More Than Yoga. It was such a pleasure to talk with Jim and Lee from the wonderful restaurant Dr. Legumes yesterday. It was really nice to see their smiling faces. Um, Anyone who is local to Folkestone will know um, that I uh, collaborated with uh, Jim and Lee um, many times creating events with them. So we'd do our yoga book club at their restaurant and um, we'd hold brunches there after yoga on the beach. And I'd always take my weekend retreaters there for an evening meal. And um, if you haven't been to their restaurant before, uh, I can really only describe their food as works of art. Um, Their ethos comes through in everything they do, their values of healthy eating and eating well and community and sharing and sustainability. Um, And all of that comes through in their aesthetic and the food which tastes amazing. They're going to tell us a bit about Dr Legumes in their words. Um, They'll do a lot better job than me, Um, talk about their inspiration, the work that they do in the community and how they're managing in lockdown. Finishing with their tips for how you can bring some Dr Legumes magic to your healthy eating at home. I was hoping was um, that you guys would just um, give me a brief introduction to Dr. Lagoons. Obviously, I know all about it and how wonderful it is. But just to introduce to the community that listen to this podcast, um, the concept of the restaurant, because I'd say it's more than a restaurant. I don't know if you agree with that. Certainly. Yeah. So tell us about it.
1: Okay. well... Dr Legumes we're a community interest company first of all um, we use food plant-based food as a medium to communicate health and well-being um, and how you know our diet and our lifestyle can impact um, our well-being not only physically but also mentally um, we're situated in Folkestone in the southeast of England we're actually in a particular area of Folkestone, um, which suffers more from um, deprivation and obesity and other uh, factors that really affect our health and our well-being. Um, so we're here in Folkestone to you know, support the people around us. Um, we interact publicly. We interact um, communicatively with uh, different charitable bodies, uh, the schools district and so on. That's so cool.
0: Yeah
2: and yeah also to add um you know from the social point um of view of what we do as a company and working with plant-based food um is still quite a niche thing um so as Jim was saying you know really working with vulnerable um communities within uh, you know the folks in communities what we essentially do highlighting how you know a healthier plant-based diet um can impact your life so doing it through various mediums, workshops, um, other interactive mediums as well, people cooking along with us. Um, And also focusing on sustainability and the environment um, is is one of the other key things that we do. So our restaurant um, is made up out of two um, former shipping containers, which have been purpose, you know, sort of gutted and lined for us. Outside of that, also you know sourcing our food locally, so making sure we really focus on the miles that goes into where we get our food from. Seasonality plays a big part in what we do um, and how we write our menus as well. Um, so this time has obviously been a bit, a bit challenging um to to try and do all of those things. Um, but yeah, I I think um springtime is a a, a time of you know sort of sprouting and and regrowing. So you know, looking at that, looking at food and how food impacts us through, through that period is uh, certainly what we want to focus on. Yeah. Um,
0: I think that your, um, your food and uh, your restaurant has a very particular aesthetic and, and taste um, that you just don't find anywhere else. And I was wondering, like, what your guys' inspiration was for, for that kind of, Aesthetic and style, you know. And another question, just to add in there, because it's interesting. Are it, it's not? Is it a vegan restaurant, or do you call yourself plant-based?
1: We call ourselves plant-based. Yeah. Um, primarily, I think that the word vegan uh, is a word that um, comes with a lot of preconceptions, and it can often put people off um, from you know being invitational or inviting um so you know what we want to do is cook for everybody we don't just want to cook for vegans um we want to cook food that everybody is going to enjoy we know the food is so good that people will enjoy it but sometimes you know the terminologies and the words that we use to communicate can sometimes put people off from even wanting to come through the door
0: absolutely yeah there's a a real stigma isn't there with the word vegan for some people both positive and negative Mm.
2: Yeah, I think, I think, yeah, for sure. Um, you know, plant-based also, yeah, doesn't, doesn't alienate anyone. So, you know, as Jim was saying, it's about keeping a friendly environment, um, an environment that's non-judgmental um, because we are here to express how we feel about plant-based food and also share um, a lot of things that we've learned about plant-based food. So I think the best way to do that is to be, you know, unconfrontational, um, non-confrontational.
0: Yeah, definitely. So, what were your um, inspirations, and how did you get to be where you are, and how what what brought you to open the restaurant?
2: Um, so, can I go from you know, let let's go from what what why we decided to open the restaurant and mm. when. So yeah. Um, you know, like we were, we were saying about Dr. Legumes being um, an opportunity to talk to people about, you know, plant-based food and health conscious food. Uh, so we started out as a pop-up first of all, and it was just a way to get to know our community, sort of get, you know, to a point where people were talking about what we do were, we're doing, because it wasn't something we were doing that often. And um, that then matured into us, you know, finding a space down the harbour arm first of all and setting up a pop-up kitchen there uh, which was there for like I think 13 or 15 weeks Um, and really just getting our name out as a business and then the opportunity um, came up where we were able to set up a a semi-permanent space um, within the harbour arm so that was really appealing because it was about creating a community that was excited about coming down there for food and sharing in different, um, you know, different ways of, of dining out. So different styles of food. And yeah, it, it, it fit, um, fitted our remit quite well with where we wanted to be. Um, we're both quite young. So I think something stuffy in the high street wouldn't have had the same appeal, um, as the Harbor arm, but yeah, it was, um, something we could really put our own touch on. Um, A lot of interests that both myself and Jim had, like we said, we spoke about um, sustainability um, and how upcycling is one of those things. Um, You know, a lot of the materials we use was upcycled from, you know, the old harbour itself. Um, But yeah, I'm gonna, Jim? Um, Yeah, just to add some inspiration,
1: I suppose, Um, following in my father's footsteps I think is a big part of it he always ran his own restaurants Um, uh, he had a restaurant uh, or an ice cream parlour in Folkestone at one point called Fitzpatrick's uh, where Django's is now and um, it was really really interesting to hear you know how he interacted with the community he used to go to the council and say to them look if you have any homeless people send them down to my cafe and I'll feed them wow Um, and that was, you know, really inspirational for me because it just showed how charitable my dad was. And he's taught me and my sisters to be like that, you know, growing up. Um, but yeah, you know, it, it, it was that that got me into catering. I've been in catering pretty much since I left school. I opened a cafe myself and I left school and ran that for a year um, before, you know, joining other people's restaurants and businesses to learn from them. Um, And just cooking all the time, you know, flavours and food is limitless. There is so much produce on this planet that, you know, most people don't know about. Uh, It's quite limiting to live a, a particular traditional lifestyle and eat only food that Is part of that culture. So, you know, working in other restaurants and spending time with people who have come from around the world, you immerse yourself in other cultures, provide other foods and other flavors and other nutrients um, that, you know, work wonders for your body. And it's part of that modern, um age that we're in that I think has influenced us in you know the way that we work with food and what we call now is fusion cuisine where we bring flavors from around the world ingredients from different cultures uh to experiment with play with and understand how that not only nourishes our our bodies um but also uplifts us day to day uh keeps us excited um you know
0: that's so cool yeah
2: (laughs) <laughs> um and also uh read the aesthetic of the the restaurant and the you know the look and feel of the space um that was something like i said that was determined by what we had and what we could use as well i mean dr legumes was a, a startup for, for both myself and jim um and due to you know both our personal wants to help out we chose to have a You know, register as a community interest company. Um, And that meant that there was a lot of limitations to what we could do as well financially with what we could do in terms of the restaurant and the space. Um, So yeah, we really wanted a space where we could bring people, invite people into that would feel um, really friendly and nice. So we have a yellow booth, which I think is one of the Prominent things that people see when they when they walk in—it's you know tiled in yellow tiles with some upcycled benches and a wonderful um, zinc top table. Um, so it's it's quite striking but relaxed as well. In in you know the same or at the same time, uh, plants was also something we wanted a lot of to um, really focus on giving the space life um, because it is a quite an industrial space. You know the, the container vibe like. Obviously, the inside's not as metal, but from the outside. Um, The kitchen space was something we wanted open. We wanted to be able to interact with, um, you know, people. Um, We took the step to add a lot of um, community sort of base tables, so bigger tables where we could see, you know, 10 people around one table, six or eight around another, and then a few other tables scattered around the restaurant. Um, So it was all about the community feel, eating together, sitting down, um, being able to see individuals at work um, and having a clear understanding of what, you know, what we're doing as, as a business from the comfort of your seat.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> you communicate it all so well. I think it's like a little o- oasis, isn't it, in the harbour arm—a little plant-filled oasis. Um, it sounds like um, your values run through everything. That's the kind of theme that I get. It's like the um, you're interested in um, people's health and well-being. You're interested in community and sustainability, and it all runs through the food and the restaurant and your ethos and everything.
1: It's biblical. It Jesus used to <laughs> bring people together around a table using food. So it yeah,
0: says it is. It is. Um, so what? Tell me what you're up to at the moment. How are you managing with lockdown? And are you kind of have you got anything simmering away like in the background, or are you just taking uh, breaks yeah. and time?
1: Well, first of all, we um, because of the lockdown, we were unable to continue to trade our, uh, in, in the restaurant. Uh, During the first lockdown, we attempted to um, do takeaways, but, you know, we're quite situated on the outskirts of Folkestone, right on on the seafront. And during this wet weather, expecting people to come down to us uh, was something we were unsure about. Um, And, you know, it it was difficult. Although we have so much support from our customers and the community, it was very difficult to be able to continue to operate as a takeaway um, without, you know, losing money um and it simply wasn't sustainable to do so
0: yeah yeah yeah. no definitely it's challenging times isn't it
2: yeah i think obviously um restrictions as well you know play play a part um it just completely and utterly changes the model that we have created and that environment that we want people to experience um, you know while we're doing it, it's it's a worrying time because there's a lot of a lot of places that haven't been as lucky as we have to be able to you know just open after the first lockdown second lockdown you know and as lucky as we will be when we open for the third time after this lockdown yeah. um so you know we want to be conscious about about maintaining a balance um between getting food out to our customers and you know operating a sustainable biz- business model so um yeah i think in due time as as soon as things are relaxed a little bit we'll be back at it and you know supporting people as best as we can um it, it helps for us to be in the best position uh, we are personally as well to be able to do that work so Taking time out for ourselves, as you know yourself, Francis. Yeah. Um, <laughs> taking time for yourself is important, and then I think you can come back stronger and work. You know, towards towards bigger goals as well. Um, so yeah, on a personal note, I've been been doing a lot of, you know, walking, getting outdoors, exploring. You know the exercise I have during the day, um, and doing a lot of yeah artistic work. Um, Drawing is a is a nice outlet for me. Um, I've been doing a lot of digital drawing, um, and that's been good um, because that just it's just another outlet to really relax and be able to sit down and breathe and focus on something. I think that's the joy about cooking is that you have one thing that you're concentrating on, and it's it's about creating a rhythm so that you can really do what you're doing safely as well. So it's been nice to have that you know back in my life like being able to do something and concentrate on something
0: yeah like being in flow you know they mm.
2: exactly yeah. That,
0: yeah yeah just to
1: add as well like lee's saying um you know dr lagoon's a personality driven business lee and myself came together uh, to share our perspective of food and how it you know can support us um and i think you know having the opportunity to um, or, or being, you know, driven into the, the situation where we're unable to open our restaurant, um, I certainly would, you know, agree with Lee in, in, in which it's, it's really quite nice to be able to, as an individual, go back into um, the support networks that we, we've never left, really, um, to, you know, interact with the people around us, our family, our friends, um, and see how, you know, the business that we've been running uh, is reflecting really what we do as individuals anyway, which is, you know, just to uh, call your friends and, and and speak to them on the phone and find out how they're doing or to cook some food and to go and share some of that with, um, you know, some of your family and whatnot. Um, so, you know, it's really nice to understand and have this opportunity where we haven't been in a work environment, yet we've seen how similar Uh, our lifestyles really compare to our work um, in which what we're doing for our work is really just reflecting what we do as individuals um, which is a really warming feeling because it shows how personally driven our business is uh, and how community orientated it really is.
0: Yeah, That's really cool to kind of realise that if you didn't Mm. know it before yeah
1: but, yeah it's not a, jo- a job it's not just a job it's a lifestyle it's a, uh, you know it's a passion
0: that's great yeah it's amazing when that is a way that you're able to work through you know mm-hmm. following your passion so I was hoping to get some tips from you um there's something that I always because um I uh, often used to bring my the book club yoga book club to your restaurant didn't I and um yeah. So uh, I noticed something that people would say over and over again, different people, and they would always say, um, uh, "I would be, I'd be vegan if I could cook food like this." Right. So I know you don't call it vegan food, but you know they sort of, people would sit there and go, you know, if I could cook this food, um, you know, it would be no problem to, you know, give up meat or, um, uh, and so. What tips can you give people to start to um, maybe incorporate a bit of your style of cooking into their lives? Like some simple okay.
1: tips. You I've know? got a really simple one. Yep. Okay. Into every main meal of the day, introduce one raw element. Ooh. So that's one good. uncooked element. Um, and the likelihood is it's going to be plant-based because you don't really eat so much raw fish or meat. Um, and dairy as well you know there's not much raw dairy that you'd eat um it's mostly pasteurized but yeah add one more element usually a salad is the easy option um or some kind of garnish uh it's simple things so for example if you're having a curry great carrot chops and tomatoes and onions mix it together with a little bit of white wine vinegar and add that on top of your curry it's it's fantastic um, but yeah just one raw element to every main meal
0: that is so good I'm going to use that
2: yeah brilliant what about you Lee have you got anything um yeah I'd say um a way to make it easy as well is fermented food so using that um you know really with the internet it's really easy to you know go onto YouTube find sources online and that can talk you through you know fermentation and fermented food, so you can gain a, a, a good understanding. Um, but miso is one of those um, ingredients that is is you know fermented over time through you know bacteria as well, uh, broken down, um, and that's like a, a key ingredient that I like to use. Um, yeah, it's it's you know it's it's high in B vitamins. Um, you know, amino acids as well. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's, it's a wonder wonder food. It adds a really great umami flavor to your food. Um, and, and sometimes I think that is the flavor that people are missing a lot in, in plant-based food because one of the other um, places that you find it is um, tomato concentrate. So unless you're using something like that to build flavors, um, miso can can be that ingredient that you can use
0: so do, over, you,
2: um, do you just put put it into
0: sauces and stuff
2: yeah you can put it into you can put it into sauces you can whisk it into salad dressings you mm-hmm. can rub it into potatoes you can rub it on mushrooms before you cook it like it it goes with so much like if you wanted to just mix it with water and put it over a little bit of cavallonero and then dehydrate that in the oven. Um, it would really salt that up and you know really develop the flavors uh, a bit more in it. so yeah miso is is a, a great ingredient. There's various different kinds you can get um, if you don't want to eat um, soy based miso uh, there's you know rice miso that you can get as well uh, barley miso as well so you know various types um, and it's a good ingredient to have in your fridge but it's amazing.
0: That's such a great tip, thank you. Mm that's awesome yeah well I'm definitely going to do some of those things the Nero with me so sounds awesome I'm kind of eating yeah
2: like little kale chips
0: yeah tasty I've got some Nero in the fridge actually nice (laughs) Oh, thanks so much guys it's been really nice to talk to you both really nice to see you
2: so lovely to see you yeah lovely to see you
0: I cannot wait for you guys to open up again you know when things start going back to normal and like you say spring hopeful yeah
2: there's lots lots of exciting things you know ahead as well that I'm, I'm sure we will be in contact with you about um re lifestyle yoga food health and well-being um one thing in particular that you know could be taking place in the summer but I mean that will be be out I'm sure as soon as we get what we're doing together
0: yeah yeah. that sounds great it's always such a pleasure to collaborate with you guys and like you say those things you know the well-being the yoga the Mm -hmm. food and it all just goes so well together doesn't it it's a compliment Mm -hmm. yeah yeah very well well you have a lovely rest of your day won't you
2: you You too too, process yeah
0: chat with you again soon all right take care guys
2: see you soon lots of love bye
0: Thank you so much for listening today don't forget that you can subscribe to listen to more episodes you can leave a review if you've enjoyed today's episode and you can share with your friends and I'd really appreciate that look forward to seeing you next week and if you need a few moments out for yourself I've left a free guided relaxation recording in the notes for this podcast Take care, guys. See you next time.